if you sell a physical product or think about launching a brand, whether that's jewelry, clothing, skincare, et cetera, and are looking for a place that can guide you to build a long lasting brand, I have to introduce you to Stacey Jones, who's the owner of the activewear brand Sun Love and Roots, which she started in 2015 and has grown it into a seven plus figure brand. And she now is sharing all her insights on how to navigate the product-based business world and showing you how you can show up as yourself, build a brand that's in alignment with you and grow a community of brand besties that will be screaming your brand from the rooftop. Be sure to check out the Nourished Productpreneur podcast. And you can also find Stacy on the gram at Sun Love and Roots. If you're thinking about your life and where it's at, there's a lot we can't control. But the one thing we can do is be aware of where our energy is kind of flowing and where it's going and noticing of, okay, maybe I need to, you know, go a little this way or go a little that way, depending on what kind of a life you want to live, how you want to be and show up. Welcome friends. We are your hosts, Sandy and Wade, baby best friends turned husband and wife and business partners. This podcast is for the dreamers the movers and shakers, and those who seek to attract their dream life. Strap in, getting magnetic in three, two, one. Like attracts like. If you see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. You just decide what it's gonna be, who you're gonna be, how you're gonna do it. And then from that point, the universe is gonna get out your way. This moment in time, This is your time to rise. We have someone super fascinating coming on today. Her name is Jamie McFadden. I met her through a mutual friend. I've had the opportunity of meeting her a couple times in person now. She's one of those people that when you're around, you're just like, oh, I want to be better. So she's just amazing. She's a self-care specialist. She's a podcast host, and she's a best-selling author of a book called Waves of Self-Care. Jamie McFadden is passionate in helping busy moms find balance and put themselves on their priority list. After years of working in fitness industry, and she has a really cool story there, you'll hear some of that, she realized that there was so much more to health than just the physical elements that we so often focus on. So she linked up with doctors, therapists, and other specialists to bring together a very comprehensive self-care system. It's called WAVE, W-A-V-E by J. So for more information, you can head to www.jamiemcfadden, that's J-A-I-M-E-M-C-F-A-D-E-N.com and make sure to give her a follow on Instagram. She's super awesome. Also, if you send her a DM, you can get a free guide to her self-care it's like a self-care guide um and we'll also put her show or her book in the show notes so welcome to the show jamie we are so excited to have someone super special i have actually had the pleasure of meeting this beautiful human twice in person now and i've only known her for like three months you guys just heard her intro this is jamie welcome to the show jamie we're so happy to have you here thank you so much for having me oh okay if you guys could be in her presence how do I explain her? Like she is like warmth. Like she is safety. She is love. She is everything positive. Like I was introduced to her actually by someone else we had on the show recently, Samantha Joy. Samantha and Jamie McFadden are best friends. Shocker. And she introduced me and something about her is just her aura is like absolutely magnetic. And when you're around her, you just feel like 
things can come out of you that have been locked up for a long time. And so I recently saw her at, at Samantha's big event she had in Denver, Femme Powered, and she spoke on stage and it was incredible. She's hilarious. Like, I don't even think she's trying to be hilarious. She's just her. But like, she's hilarious. She has so many like relatable stories and amazing pieces of who she are, who she is that is going to relate to so many of you listeners. But we invited her to be on because she is the ultimate epitome of like building a village and building community and making people feel loved and seen and like truly such a good listener. Like we always say you have two ears and one mouth for a reason. Like you should listen more than you speak. And I feel like when I'm with you, you just like you're locked in. Like you're looking at me and you're like asking good <laughs> questions and you care. And we're like, wow, those are the types of, types of people we love to be around. So we wanted to welcome you to Getting Magnetic. We want to introduce you to our community and just have you share a little bit about like who you are, how you got to be here today, all the things. So welcome to the show, Jamie. Wow. Let me just honor both of you for what you do. But literally that I'm going to say was absolutely without a doubt, the greatest intro I've ever had. Thank you, Sandy. <laughs> From the wow. heart. And girl. I love, I love that it was freestyled, which I, I've got, I met Jamie at an event. It was actually a women's empowerment event that I got to go to as a man. Oh, Fem Powered Light. Fem Powered right. Light. And, but I didn't get to know her that well. I, you know, I star on stage and, but we just, before we hit record, got to know each other in like the last 10 minutes. And you know, when you feel drawn to people, they mm -hmm. just have that magnetic energy actually like that was it and it's just oh my gosh i'm so excited for this and l before we ask about you your story and i love that sandy was like could you share what you shared on stage and you're like uh i was in flow state i kind of blacked out what did i say i have no idea <laughs> that's how our podcasts usually go which is amazing but our podcast name is getting magnetic if i if i could ask you what do you feel like what does getting magnetic or being magnetic mean to you jamie I love this question. I believe that everything is energy. We are energy. I believe that what we're bringing every day, how we show up, what we absorb every day is energy and that energy can be magnetic. It is always magnetic, right? So we're either drawn to even like when we're in a yucky state or, you know, we're down, we're usually drawn to like sad music or watching sad shows or watching the news even or whatever it is. Um, and so I believe that being magnetic is all about being aware of your energy and then like energy finds like energy and goes together. So to me, that's and what being magnetic is. So good. And it's funny. I was just thinking when we both, when we met, we were both pregnant. Like mm. I now have a newborn and you're still pregnant. But when we met, we were these two cute little like prego babies. <laughs> like <laughs> Which, we like when we met, I'm like this girl, you're my inspiration. Immediately I was drawn. I, I was drawn to your magnetism because right away I was like, okay, wow. She's super duper pregnant. She's on this walk. She's just radiating sunshine and bringing the light and you just moved and all the things. So I'm like, okay, I want to know this chick. <laughs> and I love to speaking of being magnetic and kind of manifesting and being a magnet for things in your life and speaking it into existence before we hit record Jamie's due on her birthday November 5th which you said apparently on a podcast publicly two years ago you're like I want to have a, a child by my 38th birthday and you're turning 38 right November 5th and that's when you're due that is magnetism. what you wish for no i'm just kidding but no it's amazing how the power of our energy this is something that when it comes to being magnetic i hope that anyone listening right now recognizes we know okay what you think you become 
what you say, what you think every little moment each day, 86,400 seconds a day, each one of them actually are doing something. And so what we say is a lot of times what ends up happening. And so be mindful, right? Like really be aware. I think if I could say anything about being magnetic for anyone listening right now, if you're thinking about your life and where it's at, there's a lot we can't control. But the one thing we can do is be aware of where our energy is kind of flowing and where it's going and noticing of, okay, maybe I need to, you know, go a little this way or go a little that way, depending on what kind of a life you want to live, how you want to be and show up. So good. Okay. I'm like, I feel like there's so many pieces of your story and so many things we could share with people, but I want to like unleash your flow state and let come what comes. But can you share a little, like, how did you... What do you do today? Like, start with that. So people know, like, what do you specialize in? How do you serve people? And then how did you get there? Like, just let it, let it out. I love that. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So I, let's see, we'll just back up to, I never thought I would be in the industry that I'm in. At the same time, I always knew I would be in the industry I'm in. Mm -hmm. So from a young age, I always knew I was very connected to people and connected to energy. I always knew I wanted to be on a stage. So as a kid, I wanted to go into theater and film and all that kind of stuff and do the performance element. And then as I got older, I went to school for theater. I went to school for film, did all that, and then moved down to LA, got, you know, swallowed alive because I wouldn't get a nose job, boob job, all the typical things you hear, right? Working at five restaurants to make ends meet, maybe booked a commercial here and there and whatnot. Um, And nothing against that world. It just, I recognized very quickly, I wouldn't be able to support the way that I wanted to support the community from this vision I had as a kid was like, I wanted to help people. My two biggest inspirations as a kid were Jack LaLanne, who is a founder of literally fitness in many ways. um, And Dick Van Dyke, who also like, it's funny, these two really like older men (laughs) that were performers in different ways that helped people raise awareness. And Mr. Rogers, who also is somebody that really helped with community and neighborhood. And everything was about like sing song, bring people together, be healthy, be well. Um, But as a kid, I'm going to admit, I was not healthy. I was not well. I was, by the time I was nine, I think I had been um, diagnosed with, you know, anxiety, insomnia, depression, and doctors just fed me a bunch of pills. And the reason behind that is because I had wild, vivid dreams where, and these, I I would say visions, dreams where you, you see something. And then when you're in your waking reality, you think, oh my gosh, this is going to happen. And then in some way, shape or form, it manifests into something. So as a child, you know, dreaming about first, it was like pets we had that died and, and then they would die. And I'm like, oh, what's happening? Why is this? Why? Why I don't want this. And my parents, God bless them, you know, old school Greek Scottish family. And they're like, what's wrong with you? Snap out of it. Why are you think, don't think about these things. Um, And I just couldn't help it. So as a kid, I know there was something, it didn't feel like a gift these days. Now I know it's a gift. And so anyone that's listening, if you're a very empathetic person that feels into energy and you feel connected, like just know that, that there is a gift in there and it can be scary at times, but also really profoundly beautiful. So fast forward, went from being, I'll just give the high level, went from being you know, severely depressed at a young age because of not sleeping, because of being nervous of the dreams and the visions. And and I also felt very isolated because people are like, what's wrong with you? And then I thought, well, what's wrong with me? I'm a big burden and, and I'm having the stuff that I can't get rid of. So fast forward to hit rock bottom at 11 years old 
um, wound up in a hospital. In this hospital, I recognized very quickly, my life is so precious. I don't ever want to be in this state again. This is not safe. This is not where I want to be. This is not how I want to live. But it also made me realize how many people are hurting at such a young age. It made me see what I saw in the hospital and realizing I'm not alone. I have this amazing supportive family that despite our dysfunction, which we had a lot of, we still had so much love and we had community at the forefront. We weren't alone and isolated. So with that being said, I started using my voice. By the time I was 15, I became from like super depressed, became Miss Junior California, which was really fun. And then fast forward more years, then I started working really hard. I started working in mental health and raising awareness to, you know, what was going on. And then unexpectedly, my favorite person, my dad passed away um, from unhealthy lifestyle. He was an addict. And for many, many years, we were able to, as a family, kind of pretend and mask it and it took his life. So after that, that day, light bulb moment, number two, recognized, okay, I know life is precious. And now I just lost my favorite human in the world. And you can't take that back. And I don't, I don't, I don't ever want to experience anything like this again, without knowing that I've put all my eggs into helping others. And I got to, I got to start with me. So from that day forward, I got really healthy. I, I took baby steps. I was, this is the other thing. I was not healthy. I was not a clean eater. I hated exercise, hated, loathed. I didn't play sports. I was theater girl. And so I started exercising, eating healthy, drinking water, doing little things. And then I started changing even like friend circles. And then everything just started slowly to evolve. So that led me to, at one point, getting into the fitness industry, becoming a personal trainer, working with Jillian Michaels, which we could dive into that at some point, but basically taking my life and going from one magnetic spectrum of a lot of darkness and shadow which I think needed to happen to a bright light. And, um, and then from there it evolved into now I've become a self-care specialist internationally developed over 10 programs to help specifically busy, burnt out moms and entrepreneurs, because that's most of us that are doing all the things and we're wiped out. How do we refill our cup? And the biggest lie is that a lot of us think we're supposed to do it alone. And I'm like, Nope, I'm here to just call. Nope. We're not going to do that. We need, we need support. Wow. So that's my story in a nutshell. <laughs> so how old were you when your dad passed away? I was 18. Wow. That's yeah, like and such a precious, like identity shifting age too. Yeah. And it was wow. wild because that was something I had visions of multiple times. So I would tell him, oh, dad, you know, and I remember vividly saying, dad, I want you to walk me down the aisle someday. Dad, I want you to be able to hold your grandbaby. I mean, he was the most sensitive man I've ever met, which also to anyone that's a really empathetic and sensitive person, you are more prone to things like addiction because you want to kind of sometimes mask these feelings that we hide. And so now I've learned so much about addiction. I've learned so much about our feelings and emotions and worked with so many different therapists in what I do personally, but also professionally. And I really am huge on wanting to raise more and more awareness to the fact that whether it's you know, a time in your life that's just a phase of going through depression or whether you're stuck somewhere or whatever it is, these are things that need to get brought out and we need to release these emotions and we need to release these feelings so that we can process through whatever traumas that we go through, whether it's big, small, and then we move forward and that's where we can step more into the magnetic light area. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit about, because it sounds like, you know, your childhood, there was a lot of trauma and we all have trauma, big trauma, little trauma, like don't discount 
everyone has some form of trauma. For you, I mean, you're saying hitting rock bottom by 11 is is like almost no one has that. And then you have these big dreams, big visions, like almost foreseeing the future, different types of things, medicated. Dad was an addict, passes away. Talk to me a little bit about how, because now you look at you and you're you just, the impact you're making in the world, like successful, you know, mom, busy mom, like, but helping other people. How did you turn your trauma into blessings or what? What did you gain from the trauma from your childhood? Beautiful, profound question, Wade. Thank you. Um, yeah, I, I, so I, from a young, very young age, probably my daughter's age, who's six, so maybe even five, some of my very first memories in life are very, very deep. So I'm deep, right? I'm very connected, are very deep about how precious this this life is, this moment is. Like I've always been aware of that in my heart and in my soul. And I've always had this unabashing love for being alive. Right. And I remember as a kid, sometimes people in my family would, I'd say things and they're like, that's a very morbid statement to say, but like my mom would be like, don't talk like that as a child. And I look back now and I think, no, what a blessing it is to wake up. Like I, I, I can feel for the person on the street that's homeless and drugged and and there's something in their energy that that can resonate with me, which is also difficult because sometimes as a child, I would take that energy into myself, right? I would, I was open channel, take it all in. I didn't know how to protect my energy. So how did I turn all the trauma into something beautiful? Well, I'm going to say that it's just literally as simple as letting go. And then the choice of deciding, knowing and believing and trusting that this life is precious. And every moment, every day, we have a choice, no matter what is happening in our world, no matter what's happening within, no matter what's happening anywhere, every single moment, we have a choice to either be the victor or the victim of whatever's going on. And I remember at 11 years old, and I looked in the hospital, and I was definitely the youngest one there by far. And I thought, wow, these people have been in like multiple times, they've been in this hospital, they've been this has been a loop, like they're stuck in this cycle. They can't get out of it. It's like wash, rinse, repeat. They're taking different medications and then they come back and do the same thing again. And I just vividly remember this moment hitting me so beautifully big and that I couldn't shake it of, it's up to me to make that choice. And even if I don't want to, and that's the other part too, is a lot of the times in life when you're making big changes, you don't want to. I did not want to be unstuck because I was comfortable being stuck but I also was completely miserable. And I knew that the only way to get out of it was to keep moving and do something. So I was able to say, yes, surrender. And I need help. Wow. I hope that answers your question at least a little bit. Yes. Like asking for help and knowing when you need help, I feel like is like a superpower. Like a lot of people can't do that. And like learning that lesson so early. And now here you are day in and day out, like helping people like with overcoming some of those things and like taking care of themselves. So walk me through then like, okay, like I started reading some of your book. I haven't finished it yet. I'm like, maybe we all need to start (laughs) a book. You're so amazing. This woman here, you are so, both of you, thank you for what you do. I just once again, have to acknowledge you both. That's incredible. But walk me through, okay, like when you started, so you went to school, you were waiting waiting tables at five restaurants, doing a commercial here or there. How did you go from that to like diving into like, 
entrepreneurship and when did it come in what order did you write your book and start speaking and have your podcast and become a self-care specialist how do you even become that like walk me through that bridge that gap okay so uh let's see so I was living in LA and I was recognizing like I said pretty quickly I'm like this isn't my people this isn't my this isn't my tribe my village there were a lot of great people that I did meet there but there were a lot of experiences I had that I recognized like yeah, no, that's, that's going to take you down that dark road really easily. Right. Cause it can yeah. chew you up and spit you out real fast. And so I remember I was always very inspired by people, like I said, Jack LaLanne, Dick Van Dyke, and then Jillian Michaels. So my mom always had us make vision boards always like from the time we were probably, I was probably like 13, 14 when I made my first one. Wow. And so I remember making a vision board and I, I had just kind of unknowingly in the moment, subconsciously, but consciously slapped Jillian Michaels picture like front and center. Right. Whoa. And I just remember it's like, well, she was just a strong, beautiful woman that I knew was a super baddie entrepreneur. And I was like, I want her on my board, put her on my board and then put her on like the next board next year, whatever else. Well, long story short, ended up going to see her speak somewhere, heard her story, realized like, wow, she had adversity to, you know, cause you kind of, I think for years I thought, I was way too scared to share my story. I was like, there's no way I'm going to tell people about this wild stuff that I've experienced. And then I was worried about my family, right? I didn't, I was like, I don't want to share my family stuff. Like, and then after my dad passed away and I really realized I'm like, no, there's, there's something here. This, there's, this is my purpose is to actually share this. This is why I'm part of why I'm here. So I got really into fitness because I was so inspired by people like Jillian Michaels and I wanted to feel good. And I also, you know, I wanted to look, I wanted to feel good, look good, the whole thing. So I started exercising. Then I got really into it and I decided to so throw myself into one of those fitness competitions, which oh, yeah. is where I met. Oh, I'm has joined the podcast. Sorry, everybody and baby just comes on the screen and I'm like, oh, <laughs> um, hi, Cove. So so that's where I met Samantha Joy, who you recently interviewed was we were backstage in our little dental floss getting spray tanned about to go on stage. <laughs> and this is probably year, I don't know, two of me being a trainer, if that like I, I dove in, like, that's the other thing with me. I'm very passion driven. So when I find something that I'm into game over, call it like it's yeah, like I'm gonna I'm gonna dive to the depths of the like all the places to find out everything about it. That's mm -hmm. what, and then, then it fuels me even more. So I got really into the fitness industry and then I just kept putting out there. I'm like, I'm going to meet Jillian Michaels and I want to thank her for the inspiration. That's how it started for this part. So I found out she was going to be at one of the fit expos and I was working for a Bay club at the time training, you know, clients and classes. And I'm like, I'm going to meet her. I'm going to, I just wanted like a picture with her, right. To thank her. And I'm in my early twenties now. And I, and I did it. And I remember people were like, how are you going to go meet her? I have no connections, like zero. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm going to make it happen. Watch. And I get there and I basically found the right person that worked on her team. And I just had told them kind of my story. I said, please, please, please. Is there any way I just want to say thank you to her and potentially take a picture, but that's it. So it happened. And I go in this green room. They brought me in the green room, which is hilarious. And I never forget. I met her and she goes, what's going on, kid? And it's like her, her manager, her best friends. Like, it's like us, how we were at FemPower. Like it's, yeah. you know, it's, and I'm like, how am I in this room right now? Okay. Soak it up. And she looks at me and she goes, how do you feel today, kid? I go, I feel amazing. Thank you so much. This and that. And she goes, great. I'm throwing your ass on stage with me. And I was like, what? She goes, yeah, you feel good. I'm going to put you on stage today. 
And I just remember in that moment, I was like, Jamie, you better shine, girl. This is your moment. And of all oh. the, I got rejected for so many things in LA, like, you know, the movies and the this and the that. There were so many doors that were no, 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 no. You're not good enough. You don't fit enough. You're not pretty enough, whatever else. And she's like, I'm throwing you on stage today. So she throws me on stage. There's about 500 to a thousand people in this big, you know, auditorium at the idea fit conference. And she kicks my booty more than anyone probably ever had, but I was in really good shape. So it was okay. She tells me afterwards, Hey, I like you. You've got heart. Um, I'm going to have my manager reach out to you for an audition for the upcoming series that we're doing. Da, 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 da. And, and now mind you, I, I had left LA at this point because I was like, okay, that's not my, my jam moved back to the Bay area, became a flight attendant, which is a whole nother story, but that was fun. That was so fun. God, I love Virgin America. I got to work with Richard Branson too. That's like I said, another thing, another lifetime. Wow. So, um, so then Jillian Michaels manager, I didn't, I, I felt like I got everything I needed and more from just being in that moment. Right. That was like, I felt like, wow, this is so magical. And I also knew how LA is. A lot of the times people say something and it's like, okay, it's not going to happen. And so I didn't have any expectation of getting a phone call. Two days later, phone call. Hey, Jill wants you to come audition. It's for a 90 day program, blah, 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 blah. Can you be in LA like tomorrow? And I'm like, yep, I'll be there. (laughs) So go do the audition. I booked the job. There's 12 of us out of a lot of people. And we filmed this entire program. And during that time, it was like, I knew in that moment, there was no turning back for me. I knew this is where I'm supposed to be. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. And this amazing, incredible woman, Jillian Michaels, gave me the yes, the green light to go. All right. And so from that moment on, I knew I was like, I'm never, ever going to seize an opportunity or I'm not going to ever let an opportunity pass me by where I could grow and learn and then help others and then inspire somebody along the way. Because me, that girl that was depressed at nine years old, that didn't even feel like I belonged on this planet to now be here with my biggest inspiration. And then, like I said, then it was Dr. Dre. I got to hang and work with um, Dr. Dre, Richard Branson, all these entrepreneurs that I'm like, how is this happening right now? And what it did for me was it made me recognize we can do anything. We really Mm. can do anything. Like if I'm sitting here right now, we can do anything. And from that moment on, I just decided, okay, I'm going to go full force. So how I got into the self-care stuff was I started working with celebrities and people that, you know, were like, wow, they've got everything right? They've got the, the the epitome of they figured out life. That's what I thought at the time, right? My 20s. Well, then all of a sudden I realized, oh my gosh, this one's on pills. This one's depressed. This one's, you know, this and that going through all. And I'm like, oh, wow, this isn't what I thought happens when you get to the top. And so then I started to realize there's more to life than just eating healthy and getting exercise and getting sleep. And what does that look like? And so then I really dove to self-care. And, and one last thing with that is, what does that mean? I need to know. I was just going to say, so this is what I love so much is that self-care as we know, it is one of the biggest buzzword, you know, it's everywhere. Like I said, in the, on the stage the other day, there's over 200 million hashtags right now of self-care it's blown up, um, with good reason. However, a lot of us think of self-care as well, especially in our world, it's like, go get the massage, the bubble bath. Now I'm not knocking any of that. And I do all of the what I call on my surface level self-care, like, like walking on the shoreline of self-care. Right. And, um, but real self-care, this was 
I believe in the theory that Socrates thousands of years ago, so like our great Greek uncle, (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, got up and was basically letting people know and shouting on the rooftops, how are we as people in Athens not looking at and observing and examining who we are on a daily basis and questioning life and questioning what we're doing? How are we then going and like leading this place like we're not doing a good job because we're not examining ourselves we're not raising awareness we're we're coddling and we're buying things and we're and and we're doing it again round two in this world right like we're everything's measured on the likes and the follows and the, what kind of stuff you have and we live in a in this world that that's not really self-care that isn't self-care what self-care is is actually by definition taking action to preserve or enhance one's own well-being so what does that mean it really means taking responsibility for every moment of your life acknowledging that you have a part in this story mm-hmm. although there's a lot out of our control and this is where to me i recognize really quickly i'm like wow a lot of celebrities are kind of isolated right they they kind of, and they have to be because they get kind of attacked and then i realized i'm like no wonder they're going through all this stuff. And then we have a medical system that will slap pills on you within the first five seconds of hearing anything that you're going through without treating the root cause, because that's how our system's put in place. So all of a sudden I started to realize, I'm like, there's definitely a lot more that needs to be done. And because I've experienced from a fairly young age, a lot of adversity in the degree of self-care <laughs> that I felt like I had to speak on it. And I felt like I had to really dive into it. So now I've really worked hard to debunk this other whole myth of a lot of us feel guilty for self-care. We feel there's shame, there's guilt. We don't want to ask for help. We have this superhuman complex, whether it's super mom complex, super dad, superhuman. Um, We don't want to tell people because we feel embarrassed or our ego gets in the way of like, I need help. I need support or whatever it is. I'm having a crappy day. Um, I don't know how to get there. We are nervous to ask. And I wouldn't have gotten where I've gotten today if I didn't just ask if I didn't just say yes. And so my whole premise theory on self-care is if we could remember with self-care, yes, it starts with us, but it takes a village. Mm. So now it leads to creating your village. Mm. I love the, oh my gosh, I love that kind of over encompassing definition of self-care and it it validates a lot of how I think about self-care. I don't even know if I defined it as that, but I more look at it as like what fuels my soul and what even sets my soul on fire what gives me high vibration like good energy and for me it's honestly it's not the bubble baths or the massages which you know that is might be a part of your self-care routine but it's like the harder things it's like i want to go do a really hard workout in crossfit Mm -hmm. or i want to jump in the ice plunge and it's really hard or breath work or wake up early and see the sunrise and do my morning routine yeah gratitude and meditation Mm -hmm. and breath work and or hang with the guys like sometimes it's like that soul filling like i want to go i create a a guys community here in denver like wake up early go on hikes wear weight vests doing it jump in the river after whatever like that fills my cup and i'm just the rest of the day i'm on fire Mm -hmm. um so it's self-care yeah it doesn't have to be the soft easy things it's just like what fuels you like what really vitalizes your soul and and thank you wade yes and i want anyone that's listening to know it's it's also paying your bills it's also getting your stuff in line in your life Mm -hmm. it's also facing the hard stuff in the mirror about yourself like 
ever since my dad, I, and I shared with you guys, like I am attracted to, I love addicts. I love people who like, there are so many. And so, but I have to be aware of this within my own energy. So awareness when it comes to self-care is, so I have four components. It's a wave system that I've created that I'll just share real quick right now. If you're listening, this could literally quite frank, frankly, change your life right now. If you just take these four things into consideration in any area of your life, take anything, for example, in your life right now that you're like, okay, I want to be healthier in this way. I want better relationships. I want to build a village. I want to, whatever it is, anything that you want in your life right now, think about it. That would make you feel better. The W in the wave system, well-being. You got to define what it means to be well. Myself, Wade and Sandy, we can't just tell you because where you're at today is going to be different than where you were five years ago and where you're going to be tomorrow. You have to decide in the mirror, what does it mean to be well? And then raise the awareness and look at that mirror at yourself and say, what am I actually doing? How am I, how am I cultivating that kind of energy? If that's what it means to be well to me and you can define that, bring the awareness with love, with grace, with compassion of what are you currently doing? And if you're like, okay, you know, I really want to build this village, let's say, for example, of people that support me, I want to, you know, be healthy, and I want to live well, or maybe I want to become an entrepreneur, but I don't know how, right? Well, what are you doing? Where are you spending your energy and attention? That awareness is so key. I cannot emphasize enough if we just spent more time and energy, understanding where we are and meeting ourselves with love, knowing that we are in the state that we are meant to be in right in this moment and just kind of trusting that and letting go huge the awareness then we go to the v is vision my vision boards when i was a kid and had the visions the visions i have now the moments like when we recognize how powerful our clarity is we want to get more clear because when we get more clear we attract more of this magnetic energy like this is why we're here together doing this today and, um, and then the E, my favorite one, energy. So what kind of action steps are you taking? Because we could talk the talk all day long. I can't tell you how many people call me on December 24th and say, okay, I'm ready to change my life. I, I'm going to hire you and we're going to this and that. And I'm so ready. And then of course, January 5th. And I tell a lot of people, I say, if you're, if you're calling me to change your whole life right now, I'm not going to take you on because I'll just, it, it will, it, it's not going to work. I need to know the wave system, like what are you actually doing and what specifics are we getting into? So for anyone listening right now, if you're thinking, I mean, you're getting something from this and you're like, okay, I want to work on my self-care. Take a moment today to ask yourself. That's the other thing. We, we're, we're listening to social media, news, this, that. So we're convoluted of what we're actually feeling. Take a moment to check in with yourself, breathe, ask yourself, what do I need today? What, how could I love myself more? And then you start to recognize, what do you need? And maybe it's like, you got to call your aunt Susie, maybe like whatever it is and do it. Take that action step. The action step is going to lead to more. And that's how, like myself and probably like you guys, that's how you change your whole world and become mm -hmm. an entrepreneur. I love so it. good. I love that you said self-care. Like I wouldn't have even thought that self-care is like paying your bills or what are those things that you need to do? Because so many times, like, and Wade and I are different in this way, but I get like, so I always have said this since I was a little kid, but my room or my car or whatever, my space is a reflection of my state of mind. I love when it's clean, but it is not always clean. Mm -hmm. There are often times that you would walk in and be like, what happened in this room? Right. Same. And, and I don't like that part of me. 
but like it's so much to constantly keep up with having it be like clean at all times but i realize yeah i might have a long list of things that need to get done business wise or mom wise or wife wise or self care wise but honestly if my space is clean that is like the number one way for me to ignite like I know that like if I could just take 30 minutes every day and start my day by like cleaning, organizing, okay, making the bed. Oh, baby sped up on the bed. Got to strip the sheets. Got to redo that. Oh, got to put these clothes away. It's like kind of like boring household stuff. But if that stuff gets done first, I feel like I can do anything else. But if that stuff's like being piled away and it's building up, I can get my other things done. But I have this like underlying massive anxiety that I'm going to have to come back to this room or I'm going to have to come back to this space. And it's exactly how I left it. And then it's like this reminder of like, I couldn't even do this basic thing. So like, I love that reminder of like, even the things like, I wouldn't think that self-care is paying the bills or, you know, doing Cleaning the your room. You, Cleaning. you just nailed it right now. And yeah. this is what I hope people can take away. Like, from I'm having this. a breakthrough as I'm saying this. I'm like, as soon as this is over, I am going in that room and I am dominating. Yes, you, you know are girl. For you real quick. Is yeah. like, I could see that being a part of your routine or whatever, because you know, it clears your mind and makes you like clear for the day. Yeah. But I also know you love to listen to podcasts and audiobooks. You could find some like inspirational yeah. or some book you're listening to for the day and just pop it in the earbuds and like do the 20 minutes or whatever. And then you're kind of yeah getting inspired. Like that while honestly feels like self-care to me. Set a 20 minute timer, listen to a pod or like a good playlist Mm-hmm. Some like Morgan Wallen country yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. And imagine listening to Jamie's podcast while doing laundry. Yeah, that sounds amazing. <laughs> the most lit laundry session. Ever. But this like is empowering me because sometimes I feel like that's a waste of time and oh, I should just hire a cleaner or like, and we do have a cleaner that comes, but I need a cleaner every second of every day to keep of up course. with my life. Like, you have two children. Yes. No, enough said. And thank you both for sharing this and being honest and transparent with everyone that's listening because what we need to recognize is we could check all these boxes, right? Of like drink the green juice, get your vitamin D, all the things that we see all over social media. And I'm not knocking any of those. Those are brilliant and wonderful. However, if you're, if you know, like Sandy just said, that you feel so much better when you have a clean room, a clean car, um, when you know how good you feel. Like I have clients that come to me they and they have a lot of money, but they're scared to check their bank accounts because they have no idea what they spent the last 30 days and they don't even want to go there. It's like that self-care is mm-hmm. raising that awareness to say, you know what, but I feel so much more empowered in my life when I actually do those things mm-hmm. that then allow me to create that space to do the other kind of fun self-care, you know? Mm-hmm. So really taking, I think taking inventory for everyone of bringing that awareness today. Like, where are you spending most of your time? Take your phone. I tell people, get your phone out and how many hours a day are you spending on your phone and what apps yeah. are you using most? Start to notice what that, cause we are we're creatures of habit. We're going to do the same things. We're going to eat the same few things for lunch, breakfast, dinner. We're going to make the same phone calls, text the same people, look at the same stuff on social media. Like that's what we do. So mm-hmm. sometimes we got to shake that up a little bit. And how do we do it? We got to know and acknowledge this is and start to think today, like what makes you what feeds your soul? Kind of like Wade said. And I know for me, I don't always love looking through my finances and I don't love looking through all this kind of stuff. It's boring and tedious and it it doesn't in the moment feed my soul. I'm not like, oh, yeah, I can't wait to do this this morning with my cup of coffee. But what I know is once I've done that, rest of my day, even for a month, maybe I feel way more ready. And that's the other thing too, is in life, 
if you want to be an entrepreneur, if you're wanting to break away, because I worked in the corporate America world also for years and and I and I ended up getting let go. And that's what made me take full force my own business in my own hands during the pandemic. And it's scary because you do feel alone and you don't know what to do and everything's new and you know you have to try these things and then hire a coach and then you're spending money and then you're not necessarily making money yet. But life is all about the choices we're making and where we're positioning ourselves. So if we want to have self-care and a beautiful life, think about your long game. And that goes into paying the bills, doing the little due diligence of the things you need to do, and then creating a village. I encourage everyone that's listening right now, reach out to somebody today. If you're in a good place in your life, right? Like we ha- we all have this. Sometimes we're like, I call it, we're riding the wave in a good way. We're like we're surfing. Sometimes when you're in that position, if you are there right now listening, do yourself a favor because we're all in this together. Reach out to somebody today that you love, that you know is maybe having a tough time. Send them some love, send them some light, maybe energetically say a prayer for someone, send some thoughts to somebody or go do something. Buy somebody's coffee in line in front of you, pay for the toll for the person that's behind you. Do something because that trickle effect, there's a ripple effect, just like the ocean. Every wave keeps going. So when you're riding high, spread that love. And then when you're underwater and the waves have crashed you, because that's going to happen too, just like it's happened to me. And I know both of you, I'm sure have gone through some big adversities. That's when we need to say, Hey, can somebody throw me a float? I'm drowning. And to not feel bad about asking for help. So it's a reciprocal thing that we're all doing together. And we know and acknowledge in this world, it takes you and me because we're all part of the ocean and I'm doing the the baby sway with, you now. But I love that. Con- and I love the concept of the village. And, you know, that's actually our theme for the month is is of August is community and building community and the importance of community. And so expand on this concept of like the village for you and, and your village and how you create it and why you need it. And like anything you can empower and, and educate us on really on like your concept of the village. Like I'd love to hear. Thank you. So this really does stem back to, like I said, I go to like ancient times where, you know, and I even look at like my great, great grandparents, ours actually, yours probably too, in Greece, where, you know, they, they had to curate a village because Mm -hmm. they were living in villages with no money. A lot of the times the men were gone um, and the women had to come together to raise a lot of babies because a lot of the times they had a lot of kids too. So this concept to me is really all about acknowledging what are your strengths. So today, if you think about yourself, we all kind of know, okay, these are the things I'm good at, whether it's like you're going by subjects, like, okay, I'm really good at math or English, or, or if you're looking at like, Hey, I'm really good, uh, with organization, but I'm not really good with the creative side of things. And this, whether you're an entrepreneur, a parent or not, it, this could go for anyone right now, thinking about your life. If you want to create your village, once again, bring the awareness to it. What is a what does a healthy village look like to you, right? So think about that. Like I know for me, when I wanted to think about my village, I'm like, I want to be surrounded. Like I want my best friends to be like therapists and doctors. I want um, movers and shakers and other entrepreneurs that can inspire me every day. Like I already knew, I want moms in my village. I want children in my, like I, I like had this vision of what my village would look like. And then I started to literally pull those people in because we do energetically when we put it out there. And then I started to recognize what am I good at? Oh, well, I'm a good connector. 
I come from a big family where I'm used to throwing parties. I'm used to having people over. I love going out and meeting new people. I love, you know, sharing stories and hearing things. I love getting to know people. I love getting deep. So I'm like, okay, I know all these strengths within myself, but I have a lot of weaknesses and I have opportunities, right? I have a lot of places where I need to grow as well. So I started thinking to myself, okay, cool. I definitely need someone that can help me in the finance department. I need somebody that's really organized because I'm very creative, but not always the most organized. So then I started to recognize where am I going to find these people? Oh, I'm going to start putting it out there. And then I'm going to start following people that are good at this stuff, right? So like, this is one easy thing you could do today. If you're wanting to pull into your village, a certain kind of human, start looking at who's doing it who's doing it successfully. And we all pretty much are on social media these days and we're following people. So start to recognize, like if you're looking at when I wanted to start becoming an entrepreneur, I started following some really incredible entrepreneurs to understand. Then I started reading books and I started listening to podcasts to understand what it is. And then started to question in myself is, does this still resonate with me? Mm. When you're creating your village, you do have to take inventory. So this is like the other part that people don't like. This is the The dark side of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is the hard part. Okay. There's people in your life that have been in your life forever. These could be friends. These could be family members. These could be people that you work with. These could be whatever it is. Remember, we have a limited capacity sometimes of where our energy can be in flow. And we sometimes do need to protect that. Sometimes I want everyone to recognize this. Sometimes even myself, I might be a ray of sunshine. Sometimes I'm somebody's villain. Sometimes I'm somebody's bad guy. Sometimes I'm bringing, you know, the energy that somebody that isn't helpful for them, vice versa. So we need to take inventory of who we're around, who we're talking with, what kind of conversations we're having, what's going through our mind. How do we feel when we're around these people? If you're around people and this, this has happened, I can't tell you how many times of clients of mine have had to have had to take a lot of space with their own family members with, and, and I am someone, I want us all to get along. I want us all kindness is my number one belief in life is to be kind every day to yourself and others. But sometimes that means having to take space. Sometimes that means having to say no. Sometimes that means having to say, I can't be around you anymore because we're maybe not doing so great together for whatever that is. So when it comes to your village, please, anyone listening today, take some inventory, use that wave system, ask yourself, what does it mean to create this village? What do I want? And then start asking. I'm sure there's one person in your life, you know, that's like, whether it's your socialite friend or your entrepreneur friend or your mom friend and be real. We all thrive better when we're real with each other, right? Instead of the whole, let's just pretend everything's perfect and fine and great. And every, everybody's wonderful. It's like, we're all going through something. We are all going through something at any given moment. So let's, let's be real about it and support each other. Mm. Wave is wellness, sorry, well-being awareness vision and energy you got it girl okay um i love that that's very simple like yeah i wanted to keep it simple so it can be something easy to follow and think of it this way everything in life like we talked about it's magnetic it's energy right the wave in the ocean it keeps going and going and going sometimes the waves are up sometimes they're down sometimes it's flat sometimes it's chaotic but they're always moving just like energy so Mm -hmm. when we remember the wave of life we can, I think it, it's helpful when we think of the wave system as it's part of our journey. When we can remember, like when people say like, how do you have a smile on your face sometimes after all these things? Like I've been knocked down a million times. I have a smile on my face because I get to wake up like 
this morning, I got to wake up and I get to have this conversation with you two, three, and be here in this moment and enjoy this. So really recognizing the small drops in the ocean and the small waves and the small things in life and celebrating the more we can celebrate too. I think a lot of us take life so serious because it can be really serious. Have more fun, play music. You like dance, sing, be silly, laugh till you pee yourself, like do things like that because we do live in a world where where it's a pressure tank and it can feel very overwhelming. And sometimes we do need to step back. And part of that is self-care as well. Okay. I've got a Jamie McFadden quote. I think it's your oh, quote. Okay. I just feel I don't it. know if it is, but we'll see. But if it if Sand, it's not, we'll give credit Sandy to Sandy told me it, but if it's not, we'll give credit to whoever said it. Energy is everything, and everything is energy. Jamie McFadden. Is that your quote? I don't know if it was hers. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I have no idea if that's I'm okay. So here's the other thing. I believe I don't believe anything that we say in our world. I mean this wholeheartedly with love and sincerity. I don't think anything like when people get upset of like you know, this was this creative idea. I'm like, okay, is anything really an original thought? I don't. Yeah, right. I, do, right. I like. I'm like. It, I, what did your papu I, say? It all came oh, from yeah. our Greek ancestors. Yeah. Oh yeah, papu. Yeah, I gotta love that. I mean, he yeah. was like, you know, his pencil theory, which is, I would love to just share that real quick. Is like, it, we are all. Imagine. Okay, so imagine I give you a pencil, Wade. Break the pencil in your mind. Okay, snap it. Now yeah. I give you two pencils. Break the two pencils. Done. Okay, it's a little harder, but not bad. Now I'm going to give you a box of a hundred pencils and I want you to break those. I, I need a tool. Yeah. I'm like, Wade's really strong. <laughs> He's got big muscles and even Wade most likely wouldn't Not be able to break those pencils. So when we can remember that each one of us shows up as a pencil, pencils are stronger together. When we stick together, we're unbreakable. And you know, whether or not my papa was the creator of that story or not, that was something that will always sit with me and resonates that each one of us. And that's when it comes to self-care last but not least on this, we hear this all the time, but it's very hard when you're in a dark spot to recognize this. You're worthy of self-care. You matter. Your pencil in this life, the drop of the water that you are, the energy that you're bringing plays a role in the whole picture not just for yourself, but for everyone else. So inevitably, when we take, like, I believe if we all learned from our baby's ages, right, how to take care of ourselves mentally, physically, emotionally, like if we knew how to process emotions, if we knew how to not eat the cookies, if we like so much, cause we're addicted to it. Like if we knew how to be well in our mind and in our heart and outwardly, imagine what the world would be like. So I'm really trying right now to help bring self-care because we're not taught self-care in school. They don't, they don't teach that. Um, they teach a lot of other things that are valuable, but I, I am adamant. Like, I'm like, we got to get this movement into schools. We got to teach parents that everything that we do resonates with our kids. And at the same time, we are fallible. We're imperfect. And that's why our village is so key because the places where we lack, there's someone hopefully in our village that can show up in that way for our children. And then the children are going to lead the future. So, mm. so good leaning in to other people's strengths. Cause we don't have, we can't have them all. Wow. Yeah. So, um, okay. Your book, um, that I bought at Fem Powered is called waves of self care. It takes a village, um, and tell people how they can meet you and get that book sign can you sh share a little oh bit yes oh yes i'm so excited that we're doing this right now thank you both uh so waves of self-care 
It's through Land and Hail Press, and we actually have a fun event coming up in Los Angeles at The Grove uh, on September 6th. And now I want to say it's 5 p.m., but I don't quote me on the time. However, please, if you're listening right now and you want to come meet myself and three, four other incredible authors, uh, we all, I believe, got bestseller. We, we are, it's going to be so much light, love and energy. Talk about a village. These are women in my village that I lean on literally daily. Um, we're going to be signing books. And I would also love if you guys want to offer a little something special to, you know, a special listener right now, if you made it all this way. Yeah. yeah. I think for our getting magnetic listeners, like obviously after listening to this episode, you understand my introduction and why I'm saying, I said that Jamie is warmth, right? Like that she is safety, that she is love. Like she's all those things that just feel so good deep in your soul. Like on a cellular level, you're like, Oh, I feel good when I'm around you. Right. So we thought it could be really fun. If you enjoyed today's episode, I want you to screenshot whatever platform you're listening on right now. Maybe it's Spotify, maybe it's Apple, whatever, wherever you stream your podcast. I want you to screenshot it and I want you to tag us. Put it on your stories. Put it Instagram, on your stories. Facebook, wherever you show up. And um, and if you are if you can do this, there's the w- a way to copy the link of the episode you're listening to right now. Copy the link, screenshot it, throw it on your Instagram stories or wherever. Um, Tag us, tag Getting Magnetic, tag Jamie and drop the link for the episode. And we're going to pick one lucky person that's going to get a one-on-one little intro consultation with Jamie, like a 15-minute live Zoom call or whatever. whatever. Um, We're going to pick someone lucky. So Mm. go and share this. Um, Thank you, Jamie, so much for being here. How else can people like stay in tune with you. Tell yeah, us, tell us about your podcast. You? What's your Instagram handle? All the things. Thank you so very much. And thank you to everybody that's listening today. And when you listen, I hope that this resonates with at least one person. That's my goal. One person per day. Any more than that is just bonus. Uh, so you can find me on all platforms everywhere. It's Jamie McFadden, J-A-I-M-E McFadden 1D. Um, my book you can get on anywhere, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, any of the places that you would normally buy books. I'm working on the Audible, so that will be out soon because I've gotten a lot of feedback. I've done voiceover work for years and people are like, why don't you have a a thing? And then I have a podcast called Self-Care Secrets where I'll interview you guys soon, but where I basically interview some of the most inspirational people and we debunk some of the myths of self-care and we dive into how, how we're really taking care of ourselves so we can share with others some of the more secret things that maybe we don't think of as self-care. And that's been really fun, a fun journey. Aside from that, I host events, uh, groups. I have some stuff online that I do. And in any which way, whether it's speaking somewhere, whether it's even going into a school, quite frankly, to volunteer my time if I can. If someone's listening and they're like, okay, I want to talk to this chick, please reach out. I am I am a human being. I am Im- imperfect in many, many ways. But when it comes to self-care and encouraging anyone I come across to spend that extra five minutes on yourself, I'm your gal. Mm, I love it. I have to say too, like, I think there's people listening that might think that their gifts could never be turned like into a career or into an entrepreneurial path. Like you are the first person I've ever met that is a self-care specialist. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like, what does that even mean? What is that? I know. But I love that you like really peeled back the layers of like, okay, what am I good at? I'm good at building community. I'm good at connecting people. I'm good at, and through your trauma, you've turned your pain into purpose and you've brought that full circle. And you now are like, because of the things I've gone through, 
I'm not perfect, but I have the tools to be able to help other people like live a more fulfilling life, right? So for the person listening that feels like I have these gifts, but I could never monetize them. Yes, you can. Like Jamie is living, living, breathing proof. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. We love you. Congratulations early to baby boy. That's going to be here with Mm -hmm. us like Earthside, just so soon. Like in a couple of months, you're going to be like me holding a newborn on these podcasts. Baby buddies. I'll come out (laughs) and visit you guys. Baby buddies for sure. Yes. I want to thank you too, Jamie, because I feel like I've gotten so much energy from just this connection live here recording this podcast. And I'm really one of my opportunities is working on like active listening and just being so present. I have to just admit this your space you create in this energy and this energetic like exchange and connection i've had like creative visualization ideas like racing through my head this entire time and i'm trying to like shush them a little bit and be like no no listen listen up but he pulled out his phone a couple times and was taking notes and i was like focus focus yeah i'm literally just like these ideas are coming and i'm like i'm just now in this soup i was high vibe before this i'm now in like this super high vibrational <laughs> from our energy. And I also want to thank you because we're going to create some like marketing content videos for our business after this. And like now I get your energy from that and I get to go into that. So thank you for being you and showing up the way you do and being with us today. Thank you both and Cove for your mm-hmm. love, for your light, for your energy, for your magnetic, everything that you do. Seriously, I, I feel blessed to have met you both. And I can't wait to see more fun things that we can do together in this world. Thank you. Thank Uh, you. Thank you. Hug through the video. We love you. Thank you. Thank you. Only those that can see the invisible can do the impossible. So remember, you are magnetic. 